Hello and welcome to The Coworking Club, a podcast for female business owners who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. I'm your host Jessica Perry and each week I'll be chatting to a new guest all about the realities of running your own business, sharing tips and tricks for dealing with the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home, as well as discussing the benefits of building community through co-working. So what are you waiting for? Come and join the club. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of The Coworking Club and a great big Happy New Year as well. I'm not sure how long we can keep going on saying that because by the time this goes live it's going to be well over a week into the new year but as this is the first time that I'm chatting to you in 2021 it seems only right to say Happy New Year so I hope that you still manage to have a lovely Christmas break despite everything that's currently going on and that you've come back to work feeling a little bit more relaxed and well rested. I decided to take a week off the podcast last week because I wasn't quite sure where everyone was going to be at with things. I didn't know whether people were going to be kind of over the whole goal setting and new year kind of mentality this year with everything going on. So I decided to, you know, leave it for a week, test the water, see what we were kind of feeling like and come back this week. So I asked you what you wanted to hear and you were all still interested in hearing my 2021 goals and intentions. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. I just want to caveat that by saying that if you are not feeling the kind of new year energy at the moment and you're not in a place where you want to be thinking about goals and new year motivation then I totally understand that and with everything that's happening at the moment you know it's not a normal year and if you're not feeling in that place then please feel free to you know skip this episode or come back to it at a later date. January isn't the only time that you can create goals and intentions so you can always come back to this a little bit further down the line when you feel ready. Equally, if you are feeling hopeful and optimistic about the year and want to kind of continue with your goal setting process and you're interested in hearing other people's goals, then this episode is going to be one for you. More than anything, I really love recording these episodes for myself so I can listen back to them at a later date and really hear kind of the point that I was at with my life and in my business and be able to really think back to those times and see how far I've come as well. It's a really nice way to reflect on things. So yeah, please excuse me if this is a little bit self-indulgent, but I hope that you are interested in hearing what my plans are for the year ahead. And also I'm going to share a few goal setting tips because I'm not an expert. I'm learning as I go, definitely. But I've had quite a few people get in touch this week and say that they're struggling with their own goal setting process and knowing how to set goals, how to stick to them. So I'm going to go over a little bit of that so that hopefully you can take some actionable tips away to implement into your own process. So if you listen to my 2020 reflections episode, which I shared back in December, you'll have heard that I took some lessons and some learnings away from how I structured my goal setting process during 2020. And I'm going to be implementing those learnings in how I look at things for the year ahead. In that episode, you will have heard me talk about how at the beginning of 2020, I set myself five quite specific yearly goals. And, 
you know, by the time we hit March, they were suddenly very unrealistic. They just weren't feasible anymore. So suddenly, you know, my plan for the year was very much up in the air and I didn't have these goals to work towards. But what I found really, really useful was that I had set a word of the year for the first time. So my word of the year for 2020 was growth. And I just found myself coming back to this time and time again throughout the year whenever I was making decisions or thinking about which path to take and kind of where to go next with the business and in life in general as well. And it was just a really nice guiding presence throughout 2020 to help me feel like I was still on track and still working towards the bigger picture of what I wanted my business and my life to look like. So moving into this year and I'm going to be taking that general principle and building on it. So looking back now, you know, growth was a great word, but did I kind of clearly define what growth meant to me? Not really. I just generalized it as wanting to grow the business, grow the co-working club community and grow as an individual. And, you know, I want to go into more depth in what it actually means so that it can be a bit more of a tick box at the end of the year to think, did I achieve that? Let me go through the list of criteria and see whether I think I did hit all of those things. I've also decided to expand on the number of words that I set myself. So instead of just having one word, I've decided to focus on three. So I guess most people would call these intentions, but really simply put, they are words or phrases. And I've really chosen to focus on feelings. So what I want to really embody within primarily my business during 2021. And I'm going to walk you through the three intentions that I've set for myself this year. So intention number one is stability and I want to create more stability within my business and for me that looks like generating a stable income which I can rely on every single month, having multiple income streams that I can depend on because if 2020 has taught us anything it's that we need to diversify wherever possible because we just don't know what the future is going to hold. It's having the financial freedom to be able to save money whilst also being able to treat myself to the nice thing here and there. And this isn't just a monetary intention, but it's also to create more stability within the co-working club. So to create a really engaged and loyal audience, which I think that we do have right now, but it's just how to continue to grow that while still serving our members and followers in the best way possible. So moving on to intention number two, and that is to work with more focus. So I want to add a stricter structure to my working days so that I can achieve a better work-life balance. This doesn't mean working extra hours, it means definitely working smarter, not harder. There's so many times when I'll sit down at my desk and I haven't made a plan for the day and I'll end up procrastinating and I'll jump on Instagram, I'll spend time scrolling and I just won't be using my time in the most productive way. I want to show up as my best self in all areas of my life so that I can enjoy them to the absolute maximum. If I show up during my working hours and give the absolute best that I can give and give it my full attention, it means the work's going to get done quicker. Then I can clock off and I can enjoy spending my time for me. Leading on from that is finding a structure that really does work for me. 
I've talked time and time again about how I always seem to fall into the nine to five trap and how I can't seem to quite escape from that. And, you know, I don't know whether it is the case that it just works for me better or whether there is a different structure and routine out there that might work better for me. So I want to experiment this year, try different things, maybe starting work earlier, finishing earlier or vice versa and ultimately just find something that really does work for me and that I can stick to long term. My morning routine is something that I've spoken about numerous times on the podcast before and it's something that I go through real waves with so I want to find a routine that really serves me and sets me up for the day in the best way possible and something that I actually enjoy doing and don't kind of dread getting up and getting stuck into. So again, some experimentation is probably needed here to be able to find my kind of optimal morning routine. Another note that I've made is to treat appointments with myself with the same level of importance as I would if it was with anyone else, whether that be a client, a customer, a member, whatever it might be. I'm so guilty of looking at my diary and postponing or pushing back or just completely forgetting about a task or an appointment if I'm the only one that it impacts. So for example, I want to really stick to my regular money date. So when I kind of update my accounts and get all of that in order so that I'm not leaving it until the end of the year because no one enjoys that task. Again, following on from that, also my weekly planning so that I can plan the week ahead on a Friday afternoon. I'm so guilty of just thinking, I'll do it the weekend. But then I don't get to enjoy my weekend because it's looming over my head. So if I get it done on Friday afternoon, then I can forget about it. So yeah, lots to look at when it comes to creating more focus within my business. And I think this will just really help me to feel a lot more clear-headed and on top of things because over the past few months I've definitely felt a lot less organised, I've not been writing things down in the same way, not been using my diary to the full extent and I'm ready to ditch those habits and create some better ones moving into 2021. And my final intention for the year is to build authority within my industry. And I really do feel like we started to make some moves with this last year. The co-working club obviously launched as the online membership and that really helped me to expand beyond just being a Nottingham-based company. And this year I want to focus on doing that even more, pushing it out to an even wider audience and ultimately helping more women to banish the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home. An important one in this category, I think, is to not get distracted by what other people are doing. I need to stay in my own lane and remember what my why is. So I think over the past, you know, nine months, while we've been spending a lot more time online, I've been really prone to falling into comparison traps, looking at other people who are doing similar things to me and thinking, you know, they're doing much better, they're further ahead, how can I progress at a faster rate to you know get to where they are when in reality we had an amazing year last year and when I sat down and reflected on it I could see that so I just need to keep that in mind remember to go at my own pace and just keep the focus on how I want to develop the co-working club not looking at what other people are doing and letting that influence my decisions 
A huge part of this intention is to step into my role as a leader and also to develop my skills as a business mentor. So you might have heard me talk a little bit about this on Instagram, but over the past three months I have been trialing a new business mentoring program with some of my lovely co-working club members and it's been such a wonderful experience. Ever since setting up the co-working club, I mean, I knew I was passionate about supporting female entrepreneurs. I've always been incredibly interested in business, even before having my own. I was so addicted to listening to business podcasts and hearing interviews with inspirational women. And I think over the past year, I've just really loved following people's business journeys and sharing any advice where I can and, you know, taking from my own experiences So yeah, last year I decided to start following this passion and it's been an amazing experience so far. I kickstarted 2021 with some new mentoring clients and I'm just so excited to get stuck in and be part of their business journeys moving forward to help them build more clarity and confidence and just be that kind of cheerleader because running a business can be lonely and I know that from personal experience. So I really want to be that encouragement and that accountability that is so so important in some of the early stages. I really want more people to know about the co-working club so this year I'd like to appear on more podcasts and blogs and speak at events whether those are in person or virtual whatever is feasible at the time and I just want to build up my reputation within the kind of community building industry and also as a business mentor which feels very new and quite scary to say. I feel like 2020 was definitely the year where we started to pick up the pace with the co-working club. I was really happy with the momentum that we started to build and I really just want to continue that into this year because really last year was a bit of a transitional year for me. I moved out of being a social media manager and into working on the co-working club full time so I'm really going to be focusing on giving that my all this year and building on what we've already created. So from these three intentions I won't leave it at that I'll then move on to create my quarterly goals and monthly goals and these just really are a lot more measurable so they put into kind of practice the steps that it would take to achieve those intentions by the end of the year. So There's lots of steps to go into, there's lots of different ways that you can work this process for you, but that's just a bit of an insight into how I'm doing it this year. And I'm also going to share with you five tips for goal setting, so I hope that you find these useful. So tip number one is something that I mentioned earlier, and it's start with how you want to feel. And I think it's really easy when we're setting goals to automatically go to things that we want and you know holidays and houses and x amount of money in our savings accounts but try to start with how you want to feel throughout 2021 and you know think about the you of 12 months and how you want to end the year feeling both in your work in your life you know the balance overall and that's exactly what I've done with those intentions I've decided that the priorities for me in 2021 are to have stability within my business to feel more focused and to have developed authority. 
You can then go on to break these feelings down into more actionable goals, as I mentioned earlier. So, you know, goals that do have some sort of measurable factor to them to make sure that you know what it is to actually achieve that feeling. Tip number two is to set goals when you feel inspired. Goal setting isn't just for January and a lot of people aren't feeling motivated to set goals right now and that is totally understandable. Don't set goals just for the sake of it. Wait a little bit, see if that inspiration comes to you and you can set goals whenever. You can set goals in the middle of a week, in the middle of a month, in the middle of a year. It really doesn't matter. This year it is definitely going to be a marathon, not a sprint. So just because you don't have all of your goals together in the first week of January, it really doesn't matter. The more well thought out they are, the more likely you are to actually achieve them because they'll really mean something to you. Tip number three, and this is something that I spoke about with the co-working club community a lot, is to set goals which actually excite you. Your goals shouldn't be something that feel like a big hassle to have to work on. It should be something that really motivates you and inspires you because you want to reach that end point. I think this can often be really prevalent when we maybe look at the goals that other people are setting for themselves and maybe we take inspiration from that and set them for ourselves. But if they don't mean anything to you, then it's going to be really hard to motivate yourself to work on them. And that's why in my goal setting process, for every goal that I set, I make sure that I write why it's important to me. So what difference is it going to make to my life or my business? It really has to have that deeper meaning and that deeper connection for you to develop that level of accountability to make it happen. Tip number four, and this is a very common one, but I still see lots of people not doing this. And this is to make sure you break your goals down into manageable actions. So once you've got a big hefty quarterly goal, for example, make sure to break that into as many action steps as possible because that way you can think about how does that spread out across a three month period? How many actions do you need to take per week in order to reach that point? And if you have something like a wall planner or even just a whiteboard, try plotting that out across the time period and seeing how realistic it is to make that happen. Maybe it means dedicating a whole day per week to work on this particular goal if you want to get it done within a three month period. Or, you know, maybe it means expanding it to be a six month goal instead because it's just not feasible to get the amount of work done within a three month period. It's hard to make progress when we just look at the end result. We need to map out the process that it takes for us to get there. Give yourself the best chance at taking action by breaking this down into really easy to digest and manageable chunks that give you that satisfaction to know that you are making progress and chipping away at it slowly but surely. And tip number five is to experiment and find a process that works for you. As I said right at the very start, you know, I'm not an expert. This is only my second proper year of setting kind of yearly goals. And I learned from my mistakes last year. I've implemented those learnings this time and I'm hoping to, you know, get a better outcome. So don't be afraid to try different things, look at different methods, just find one that works for you. 
it's not going to be totally prescriptive where you can take every single element of someone else's goal setting process and just slot it into your lifestyle. So just try switching things around so that it works for you and you can develop your own process in that way. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and getting a little sneaky peek into my intentions for the year ahead. I'm looking forward to seeing how I get on with them all and yeah, good luck if you're going through this process for yourself. Be sure to come over to Instagram and let me know about your goals and intentions for 2021. I would absolutely love to hear them and I really hope that you have a great week. I will see you back here next Monday. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe so you keep up to date with all of future episodes. And if you could possibly leave a review, it would really help us in this early stage of launching the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Monday.